Welcome to another episode of Go Girl, because women are powerful. I'm your host, Ashley Caprice. This is a podcast where we focus on affirmations, motivation, girl power, and girl talk. I'm always ready to connect with you, so please reach out on social media. You can find me at Go Girl Movement or on Instagram and Facebook at I am Ashley Caprice. Now, there's been a lot in the news lately with the coronavirus and, in particular, police brutality. So today, I want to dedicate this show on how to be a part of the change, not the trend. We'll get into it after this. I am are two of the most powerful words and what you say after shapes your reality. Today's I am affirmation is I am safe. Say it to yourself. I am safe. That's S-A-F-E. I am safe. I am safe. I am safe. I am safe. Now, as women, we think about our safety pretty often. I know we take a lot of precautions. Maybe if you are walking around at night looking for your car, you might have your keys in between your fingers. Just in case someone comes through, you know, you you have a weapon. You might carry a knife. You might carry mace around with you. You might not go to the gas station or the grocery store or even an ATM machine at night unless someone's with you or just not at all. And these are things that we have to think about just as women and our safety and and making sure we're protected at all times. And then right now with the two pandemics, which is the coronavirus and racism, particularly as a black woman, I'm thinking about my safety even on another level. When uh, a cop is driving around, I'm like, oh my goodness, I hope they don't pull me over. Um, it's like a real fear for black people in general, just a real fear. And our safety is on the line by those who are supposed to protect us. We're supposed to feel safe with the cops driving around and and we don't a lot of times. All right. There's a lot of fear. It's not just, oh my goodness. Um, I hope I have my registration ID on me and every, and I hope I have all of my necessary paperwork, my insurance. No, it's not. Just about that, it's, if they pull me over, I hope I make it out alive. You know, it's, I hope I'm not harassed in any way. That's what comes to our mind. We've seen the news reports recently. We've seen the news report with George Floyd losing his life over allegedly having counterfeit money. And we saw this police officer with his knee in George Floyd's neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds. Any amount of time is just way too long. Why is your knee in someone's neck? Why? To cut off the blood flow, to cut off the oxygen. And so a lot of us are angry. A lot of us are upset. A lot of us are frustrated. You've seen the riots. You've seen the protests. And I'll get into it a little bit more on how we could be part of the change and not the trend. But right now with this affirmation, it is about wanting to just feel safe. I am safe. I am safe. 
And when we do these affirmations, we should also ask ourselves, okay, why? You feel happy? Why do you feel happy? Give some examples. You feel safe? Why do you feel safe? And I really want to give some good examples, but today I'm, I'm, I'm just praying and hoping that I am safe. And it should not be a wish for us. It should be reality that we feel safe whenever we are driving around. Whenever we are around a cop. Whenever we go to the doctor's office. Whenever we are just walking around as women. Whenever we are approached by a man, we want to believe he has good intentions. Right? We just want to feel safe. I am safe. I am safe. We cannot control anything that happens when we are out in the world. We can control ourselves. So be safe, ladies. Believe you are safe in your body. Believe you are safe in your mind. Control your mind right now. I am safe with my thoughts right now. That I am safe traveling to and from work. I am safe traveling to and from the grocery store to get my essential items. I am safe from anyone who might have ill intentions towards me. I am safe with my thoughts. I can control my thoughts, right? You can control your mind. You can feel safe with your thoughts as long as you keep your mind on the positive thoughts, all right? As long as you keep your mind on something productive and as long as you keep your mind on safe, open, real conversations, all right, ladies? Be safe out there. There's already a lot for us as women. Be safe in your relationships. Be safe in your friendships. Be around people you trust. Be around people who let you be yourself because you can feel safe with them. Whether it's a friend, a parent, other family members, uh, some of your coworkers, whoever you feel safe around, be around them at this time, okay? And feel protected. I am safe. I am safe. I am safe. All right. Now let's get into some girl talk. So we all have been watching the news and we've seen how George Floyd, an unarmed black man, lying on the ground with three officers on his body, pressing his body, one officer in particular with his knee and his neck. And we watched the murder. And to be honest, I still have not watched the full video because it's too much for me and that's me protecting my you know the images that I see but we've seen it everywhere and it's and it's hard not to if you're on social media you've at least seen the still picture of a white officer with his knee in George Floyd's neck and another officer standing around blocking trying to block what's happening or from anyone else getting involved and to be honest, the year 2020 has been very different so far. It's a lot of transformations. It's a lot of eye-opening experiences from the pandemic and all of us having to stay home, like the, the whole world staying home and trying to protect themselves from the virus. And now black people protecting ourselves from another virus, which is racism that's existed for centuries it is not new for us at all and what you see on tv are people angry and upset and expressing themselves 
the best way they know how. A lot of people don't know, okay, maybe we should meditate and spread love and be peaceful. And no, no, people are tired and fed up and taking a stand. And a lot of people from all races and backgrounds are joining this movement. And we hope that it is not going to only last for a week or two. We hope that this is something that will bring change forever because racism has been in America forever, right? So I saw some things trending though, and I want to make sure that we go beyond the trend. Blackout Tuesday was on June 2nd. A lot of people put up a black square. I did too, without really researching what what this was for. And it was mainly for the music industry to blackout And to not post anything music related or music artists not promoting themselves for the day and really having some real conversations. So a lot of us, not even in the music industry, put up the black square to also show solidarity for Black Lives Matter and the movement. But then we didn't think about (laughs) the side effect of that with us using the hashtag Black Lives Matter, because it was so many people with different opinions on how to post. And some said, use the hashtag Black Lives Matter. So then when you look on Tuesday, there are thousands of images of just a black square, because that's what we were told to do, which took away from some of the real news out there, because the, the news that you're watching on TV Sometimes it's a little different than the news that you're getting on social media. On social media, we're showing what's really happening at these protests. We're showing who's really looting. We're showing more police brutality that's happening at a police brutality protest from a man who used police brutality against an unarmed black man. Right? So we're showing that on social media, but unfortunately with the blackout images, didn't happen. So that was something that was trending. Something else that was trending on social media was for black women to post one picture of themselves with a caption reading, I am a black woman. I have a voice. I build, etc., etc." And then you're supposed to tag about 20 women and those women are supposed to then post their own photo of them being a black woman that has a voice, etc. And that's cool. I got tagged a few times. And at first, I wasn't going to participate because I'm like, uh, like, is this another trend? Okay, because the Blackout Tuesday already got me. Do I do this one as well? <laughs> so it took me about four days to finally I thought about it like, okay, well, yeah, I am a black woman. Yeah, I do stand with other black women. I do have a voice. Uh, I have a whole Go Girl brand where I'm about uplifting and empowering and inspiring and encouraging my sisters. So why wouldn't I do this one? Right. So I did post it and the caption, the whole caption reads, I am a black woman. I have a voice. I build. I don't tear down other black women. I have felt the pain of not being heard and I have decided I will be deliberate about building others. All too often we women find it easier to criticize each other instead of building each other up. With all the negativity going around, let's do something positive. And we posted a cute photo of ourselves. 
And I guess I was going back and forth with that, too, because I felt like, no, we should be posting about what's happening in these streets, what's happening in this world, what's happening in America, not a cute picture of us. Or, But then again, I stand with black women and I stand with women in general. So that's why I did finally decide to post a picture. But it's also something that was trending. Another one, last trend that I've noticed and one of my friends on social media mentioned it on his status. He was saying, it seemed like some people go to these protests for a photo to do a photo shoot. And it, it could look that way. I, I saw a particular video, a white lady. She had a whole black dress with a split and a sign that says Black Lives Matter. She wasn't marching. She just got like within the crowd and her friend was taking pictures of her. Now, come on. Unless you're marching too. And unless you're really standing up for change, then it's unnecessary. Like it's, it's, it's a social media world. It's the world that we're in right now. So we can't be mad at people for taking pictures at a protest because that's what's happening. And it's also letting people know like, hey, I'm out here in these streets. You need to get out here in these streets. But when you're doing it with the whole, you got your ensemble, <laughs> you got your whole fit. You know, your splits with your heels. It's like, what are you really out there for? What are you really out there for? And there are some people who are going out there to make sure their voice is heard, protesting peacefully or, or using rage to protest and really trying to make a difference. I went out there with my father in Inglewood, right where I'm from. I've And I felt a way about that. I did. A part of me felt, okay, good. I'm going out here with my dad, who is a black man, who, who always makes sure I'm up to date on social and political issues. He will send me an image, a video, a news broadcast, an article, a book, whatever, for me to know what's going on in the world. So I was glad to be out there with this man who stands for all of this, who talks about all of this all the time who talks about social injustices, who talks about police brutality. He talks about this with me all the time. So on one hand, I was glad to go out there with him. But on another, I was angry that we are two different generations still fighting for the same equality. Okay, my dad grew up in the 60s. And I was even here in 1992 LA riots. Rodney King arrested and beaten by four officers who were all acquitted of their charges, nothing happened. And that was filmed on camera, what happened to Rodney King, just like what happened to George Floyd. It was filmed on camera. And nothing happened with those officers and Rodney King. And that's when the L.A. riots happened. That's when people went out there. It wasn't that peaceful of a protest, okay? People went out there like, what the hell? We saw this man get beaten on camera and nothing happened? Are y'all serious right now? Are you serious? And that was the first time it was filmed. Imagine all of the murders and arrests that are not filmed that involve police brutality. So people are still fed up from 1992. People are still fed up from the 60s. People are still fed up from, from slavery. Like we are angry and we have generations, generations and centuries of anger passed down. Like we are tired and we feel like nothing has changed so we are trying to make that change. 
because we are tired of people not hearing us, not seeing us, or just seeing our color and thinking that we're a threat just because we're black. We are tired of this. So we are angry, we are fed up, and we are out in the streets, and we are demanding that justice is served. We are demanding police reform. We are demanding that racism will die. But will we see that in our lifetime? I don't, I don't think so. I don't. But at least we are sparking a conversation right now. So my dad and I marched from um, the forum in Inglewood. We started there. There was a protest there. We saw some people marching and joined in and went to um, Inglewood City Hall. It was a peaceful protest. Cars were hunking at us as we were walking through the streets of Inglewood. We had our fists up. A lot of us had on all black. There were plenty of signs with Black Lives Matter. Uh, we get to the Inglewood City Hall. The mayor is there speaking. We had some young black men with their t-shirts on that said Black Lives Matter. Some of them were playing the drums. Some were dancing with so much intensity. And that's what it's about right now, especially as a creative like me. Self-expression. We're using the arts to cope. Okay. I wrote a poem four years ago called We Just Want to Be Black after the police officers killed Terrence Crutcher because he was outside of his car. He needed some help. His car broke down and instead they shot him dead. But he was not a threat. He was a black man needing some help. And I wrote a poem four years ago that is still relevant today. My mom wrote a poem six years ago called Stop the Madness when Michael Brown was killed. And it's the same thing today. So we're using our voice in different ways to bring about change. Some people are on social media. Some people are using the arts, writing poetry. Some people are, you know, dancing and letting out that, that, that anger through their movements and really getting involved in different way. And we're just trying to open up that dialogue, especially for anyone, white women, or white person that is listening to this podcast and the black square on social media. Thank you for standing with black lives matter. But what else are you doing? How are we making changes? How are you making changes? But we're starting that dialogue. We're starting to have these real conversations and I appreciate it. Okay. The black square on social media, this goes out to um, white friends and white people are listening. That's not enough. We need to talk about it. I probably made someone uncomfortable last week. She she had a whole post about the protesting and, and she had one line in there that really bothered me. She said, we shouldn't let the retaliation be worse than a crime. And I sat with that for a few days. I wasn't going to say anything, but I'm in this new space right now where I'm learning to just speak up no matter what it is, no matter who it is. And after a couple of days of thinking, okay, I'll just let that slide, whatever. She doesn't understand she doesn't get it and people will not understand or get it until they are educated about what they're saying and how they think and I don't know if I still got through to her but I did post on her status because first a lot of people were disagreeing with everything she was saying you know her friends that look like her was agreeing with everything she said and here I am I'm just like hey black woman here right and I just went on a status and wanted to have some real 
dialogue about what she said. I, I pretty much told her that's the main issue, that people are more upset about the destruction of the businesses, but not understanding the anger behind it. People are not understanding why, but people are tired of racism and police brutality. And so I asked her, you know, how is a building more important than a body? And to be honest, a lot of the looters are not the protesters. Okay, loot, some looters are coming to take advantage. And what I've seen is, is a lot of people who are not even black, who are, and we've seen a lot of these videos, who are not even black, writing BLM or Black Lives Matter on buildings and breaking into these buildings. So, you know... I'm not going to speak too much on that, but I will say that a business can be rebuilt. Most of these companies had insurance, but a body cannot be replaced. A body cannot be replaced here. So it was probably uncomfortable for her to have a conversation about the looters, but I just needed to say something. And that's how it's going to be with anyone you have a conversation with right now. Some people do want to understand. Some people live in a bubble and they don't. And honestly, it's a privilege to not have to understand it. Well, like, well, that doesn't affect me. So, but it does. This racism affects every single person. I don't, I don't know. I work in entertainment, which is pretty diverse. If you think about it, it could be very diverse because it should be a reflection of everyone in society. Right. But I am a lot of times the only black woman at some meetings and I'm sure other black women can agree. Or if you're a woman, you might work in another male dominated industry where you're the only woman in that space. Right. And you're the only one. And just think about how uncomfortable you feel, how sometimes you want to speak up about something, but you keep your mouth shut sometimes. Right. And so that's why I like that right now. I feel like we are opening our ears, our minds, our hearts to having to having some real talk about changes we can make even just in a workplace. I appreciate and I'm so grateful that I am a part of a few acting organizations where they were open to hear our experiences as black people in the industry. There was a status update in one of the groups that I'm in from a casting director said, hey, if you're black, please share with us your worst experience that you've had on set. They just wanted to hear what we go through. There were 700 comments from black people about the different experiences that they've had on set. Different worst experiences they've had on set. I haven't had a worst experience yet. I'm still in this industry, but I will tell you that it is not as diverse as it could be. There have been plenty of times where I go to set and I just have my hair and makeup done already because I've had the experiences of people not knowing how to do my hair. I've had the experience of me going in with my big curly afro and a hairstylist wanted to use her curling iron to curl my hair a little tighter and more. I said, you know what? Nope, I could change my hairstyle right now. And I did. And I put two twists in my hair. So that she would not have to put heat in my hair because she did not understand my hair. A white hairstylist did not understand my black hair. There are times on set where, you know, they don't have the proper makeup color that matches you. So you're like, you know what? I'll do my own makeup. There's a lot of times where if you are submitting yourself for different roles, they're not looking for anyone that looks like you. They're not looking for a black woman at all. My gosh. It's incredible how many roles you see. Oh, Caucasian woman, Caucasian woman, Caucasian woman, and then the Caucasian, 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 or 
all ethnicities or ethnically ambiguous. What? So you want whites or all, meaning you don't know exactly what you want, or ethnically ambiguous, which, okay, they look kind of mixed with something. We, we can't tell exactly. And the roles that go out for black men. One look like a thug. He looks mean. He look, it's, it's so the representation. That's why we say representation matters. We need people that look like us. And that's why there are a lot of black creatives who are pushing for their own content to be heard and to be seen because we don't see it out there. Issa Rae had to create awkward black girl. She did not see anything that looked like her on TV. So she created her own and now look at her doing amazing work. Right. But she had to create it herself because in the, in Hollywood, even in Hollywood, we are not really represented. We are not really seen. So I appreciated the conversation that we had last week with casting directors who really wanted to hear what we had to say, our experiences and how they can make a change, how they can be more inclusive. So it starts with a conversation. Also, talk to your kids. I remember the 1992 riots. I remember laying on my mom, watching the news as we saw buildings burning and being destroyed. And me at six years old, not understanding what that meant. But all I thought at the time was this is going to be something normal. I thought it was going to be something like an earthquake. It happens every once in a while. Not all the time, but maybe a couple times a year. That's what I thought as a six-year-old. So imagine right now what these kids are going through. Parents, talk to your kids. Mothers, talk to your kids. Ask them, how are they doing? How are you feeling? Are you afraid of anything right now? What is it that you're afraid of? Because right now they're dealing with the pandemic. They are in the house with you a little bit more. They know that now they're not talking to their teacher in class. They're talking to their teacher through a computer. They're not able to hang out with their other friends that are so cute and little, just like them, like-minded people, right? As an adult, we miss our friends. So talk to your kids. And they're also probably feeling some of what you're feeling, whether you've had conversation about race with someone else or whether you are stressed from work or Stress. If they're sitting with you watching the news and seeing some of the images happening, they don't understand what's going on. Talk to them. Okay, so it's a perfect time to educate people you work with, educate your friends, educate your kids, and really be with them, okay? And have conversations with your friends. I've hit up a few black men in my life. Like, hey, how you doing? And just let them vent. Let them talk. Let them share their struggle, their pain. Let them share really how they are doing, what's on their mind, what's on their heart, what's on their spirit. Let them vent, listen, offer a comforting word or don't, but be an ear right now. Okay. Have those conversations. That's how we can make some changes. Okay. Another way we can make a change is to really take action. So like I mentioned earlier, I went out there and I protested with my father, but you can also donate. You could donate anything, any dollar helps to blacklivesmatter.com. You can donate to Communities United Against Police Brutality. That's C as in cat, U-A-P-B.org. And the Minnesota Freedom Fund 
is an organization dedicated to bailing out protesters who are being arrested in their fight for justice. Okay, that's the Minnesota Freedom Fund. If you want to make a change and donate any money, you can make a change, like I said, through conversation. You can make a change. You can make a change by using social media. I know some people are mad at celebrities for not speaking up and use your platform. And I mean, that's up to them. We, we can't tell people what to do. Instead of telling people, you should do this, what are you doing? Don't worry about what the celebrity is doing. They have nothing to do with your life and what you can change. Okay? Make sure you vote. I think it's so important right now that we vote. And a lot of people vote every four years for the president. And it goes deeper than that. Think about the local levels too. Even at your job, if you are a boss. Yes, ladies, boss ladies. If you're a boss, look at your employees. Can you have a more diverse atmosphere? How can you promote within? Can you promote a person of color to a better position? You have that authority. All right, so make sure you make changes at all levels. Make sure you're uplifting. Make sure you're educating. Make sure you're helping someone else see things from your perspective. And only if they're willing to understand. Because I did have someone who blocked me last week. <laughs> because, you know, we, we didn't agree on something on social media. So I was blocked. And that's okay. And that's what's going to happen right now. When you start getting real and things start getting real, people will start getting real is showing who they really are. So let them stay in their bubble. Has nothing to do with you. You do what's right for you. You make that change. And I want to hear, how are you making changes? Let me know in Instagram, at Go Girl Movement on Instagram, or at I am Ashley Caprice. And another thing is just change yourself. This is my last point. How we can be a part of the change, then the trend. Change yourself. Change your thoughts. Change what you believe. Change your your behavior. Have more compassion. Have more love for other people. Don't look at someone, because we all have our prejudices. Based on our own experiences, you might be prejudiced or have your own stereotypes about people. Check that. Check yourself. Check what you're thinking about someone else. And because the news and everything is so heavy right now, I do want to say change yourself as far as recharging for a minute. I had a great weekend. I did not watch the news for two days. Instead, one of my friends came to visit. And she's someone that I've known for about 20 years. We met on a dance team back in high school. And we're doing the same thing 20 years later. We made up a dance step. And instead of being angry at what's going on in the world, we channeled our anger through our art. And we danced to release any frustration and pain. We danced because that's what brings us joy. That's how we were changing ourselves in that moment. We also went to the beach. I love the beach. I love getting close to water and hearing the waves and feeling the sun on my skin and smelling the salt water and and was able to just write in my journals and meditate and pray and eat some snacks. You know, just had a good time with my friend. I had to change myself. Because I was getting fired up, okay? 
I was getting fired up. Okay, all the news, going out there protesting, writing emails and signing my name on petitions. Yes, I was fired up. So I, I was like, okay, I need to center in and get back to myself. So dance, going to the beach, spending time with friends, taking a walk, eating good food, spending time with my parents. It helped. So change yourself, okay? Change yourself, okay? We got to change ourselves before we could try to change the world. All right. Now let's get into some music motivation. motivation. It's been a long, long, long time coming, but I know a change gonna come. Oh, yes, it will. That was a song by Sam Cooke, who was inspired to write that track based on his experiences, his brothers and sisters' experiences, the civil rights movement, African-Americans. And here we are today in 2020 experiencing some of the same thing. But I believe like he believed, like Martin Luther King believed, like a lot of our ancestors believe and hopefully will come true one day that a change is going to come. It has to. And I feel like, you know, we discuss relationships pretty often on this show or just, you know, with our girlfriends, we talk about it. And sometimes we go through breakdowns in life, in relationships, and it brings us to a breakthrough. So I feel like that's what America is going through right now. It's like a breakdown. Like we're exposing people for who they really are and how they really think. We are exposing America. We are sharing our truth we're showing what's really happening in this country and it's going through a breakdown people are getting uncomfortable the powers that be are getting uncomfortable we got the president going into a bunker and turning the lights out and building a fence around the white house because he's getting uncomfortable America is getting uncomfortable. It is going through a serious breakdown. And I believe one day there will be a breakthrough. It will not happen immediately. It will not happen tomorrow, next week, this year. We are talking about facing 400 years of systemic racism. We are talking about unfair treatment. We are talking about inequality. We are talking about Opportunities that are not presented to everyone fairly. And it's going to take years to recover. Okay, you go through a heartbreak in life and it takes you a while to recover. America, we, we got some changes to make. We definitely have some changes to make. A change is going to come and it starts with you. It starts with you. It starts with having those real conversations that I mentioned before. It's, it starts with voting at the local levels. It starts with making changes at your place of employment. It starts with really educating yourself. Let me know, how are you educating yourself? What are you doing in this time to make a change? There are a couple of books, Brainwashed. I always suggest that to people just like I do, just like I suggest Power Thoughts by Joyce Meyer, which helped me change my mind. Um, Brainwashed, it shows what happened during slavery and how it is parallel to what is happening now. Why black women may be the way they are. Why black men might be the way they are. Why injustices exist. Why, like, the system 
the different systems that are put in place to keep us down. It talks about all of it. Brainwashed by Tom Burrell. And I just bought a book called Black Like Me, which took place in the 1950s. And a white man used medication that darkened his skin to deep brown. He exchanged his privileged life as a Southern white man for the disenfranchised world of an unemployed black man. This white man is going to turn black to understand, (laughs) to understand the plight of African-Americans. So educate yourself right now. You don't have to turn a different race. Okay. You don't have to put on kente cloth. Did you see that? The Democrats? I was like, I don't, what the, what are they doing? They're out here. There's, there's more change that has to happen than you just taking a knee. Then you putting kente cloth around you for a photo op or video op. Like I'm tired of those optics. Like, what are we really doing? What laws are you changing right now to make sure that justice is served, to make sure that this doesn't happen again? What is really taking place? Rather than a photo of your fist up, your knee down, you kneeling, which is the same thing that Colin Kaepernick did four years ago. And and a lot of people chastised him for it. But now everyone wants to kneel. Okay. But this is not a podcast about getting upset. And this is why I didn't do the episode last week because I was angry. I was emotional. I was a wreck. I gave myself some time, gave myself some space. And wanted to have this conversation right now to empower you to really educate yourself, read some books, watch some documentaries or TV shows. Uh, 13th is a good one on Netflix. When they see us, they're both directed by Ava DuVernay, who shares a lot of our stories, the reality of who we are. Almost anything by Ava DuVernay, Selma. I mean, come on. She puts it all out there. Watch something new. Read a book. Have the conversations. Have the talks. um, Vote. Get involved because this is more than what's trending. This is more than what you're posting on social media. This is more than a conversation for today. This is forever. Because racism has existed in America forever. So this is something that we should discuss and we should make changes to forever. It's not going to happen overnight, but I do believe, and I hope you do believe too, that a change is going to come one day one day all right okay girls i want to thank you so much for listening to this episode i hope i encouraged you to go out there and do something let's get involved make your voice heard i love you i thank you i appreciate you you can be sure to listen to all episodes on my website ashleycaprice.com also on soundcloud or itunes be sure to connect with me on social media at Go Girl Movement or at I am Ashley Caprice. I want you to stay healthy out there. I want you to stay, stay encouraged and stay safe. All right, let's do our I am affirmation one more time. I am safe. You go, girl. <laughs>